0: Greetings and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host for the show that seeks to consider current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective so we can discern how God wants us, his people, to respond. I started this podcast in July 2020 with a real concern for the lack of authority and power in the Christian church at large. You know, Jesus said we would do even greater works than he did, yet it has been glaringly evident the church as a whole is impotent. With both my podcast and my book series, I've explored the many reasons for this in effort to help Christians everywhere to wake up to the truth and our responsibility for this mess the world is in today. I believe Jesus was speaking about us, those of us living in these very days, when he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. We read that in John fourteen twelve. I can't imagine anyone alive today not understanding that we are in a spiritual war, a very real spiritual war between good and evil that's being played out in this natural world. And today, more than ever, we need to see God's people doing the greater works Jesus promised. So I ask you to pay particularly close attention to this episode. I'm going to make some blatant statements, and I challenge you to research for yourself the accuracy of what I share. Unless you personally believe the truth, without doubt, you will not be able to access the victory power Christ died to give us, and you and others you love will become needless casualties of war. I have been focusing on the midterm elections, confident they are the most critical elections we have ever had in the United States. This midterm election is by far the most important election of our lifetimes, not only for us here in the United States, but for the world. Our government, that is supposed to be of the people, for the people, and by the people, Is but a few breaths away from dying unless we, the people, get properly engaged. And I've been emphasizing the importance of our personal engagement since I started this podcast. Okay, here are three blatant facts, followed by three irrefutable truths, truths that can produce an overthrow of evil, providing you are willing to act on these truths. Even with just a remnant of faithful followers of Christ, God can do mighty works. Fact number one we are up against an enemy that many people either don't believe exists, or they have a completely wrong understanding about him. The enemy of God is called the father of lies. He's a deceiver whose only focus is to deceive for the purpose of causing destruction. He is very cunning and has quite effectively deceived many people about his existence. Why wouldn't he? If he can convince people he doesn't exist, then he can go about his work of destruction unopposed. And this is precisely what I believe has happened at this point in the history of the world. This is not the first time he's been successful in this way, but it is a time when we are alive and we will remain subject to evil from the hands of the father of all lies unless we deliberately choose to align ourselves with God, who is truth. Did you know that in 1965, Paul Harvey, a very popular American radio broadcaster, aired a show that was titled, If I Were the Devil? The concept he explored were the tactics he thought the devil would use to rule the world. He started off saying, quote, If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I would have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population. But I wouldn't be happy until I seized the ripest apple on the tree. So I would set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. Harvey continues listing the specific tactics he thinks the devil would use, and today, some fifty seven years later, his words have eerily come to pass. Both the United States and the church in our day are clearly in the clutches of evil, and have been for decades upon decades. In all parts of the world, the church has been progressively diminished, other nations have been oppressed, and in this, the enemy's final efforts. He has a chokehold on the United States. Truth number one the only power capable of overcoming evil is the power of God. In fact, Satan and his minions, who personify evil, are no match for God whatsoever. Among the many attributes of God, two that are very important one, he's omnipotent. Two, he's omniscient. These two attributes alone make the devil no match for God. The devil and his army are beings whom God created with a free will. By an act of their will, these fallen angels chose to rebel against God to become enemies of God. Their power and whereabouts are limited. To add to their power, they work through humans whom God created to be greater than the angels. The only reason evil has been able to advance is because God's people have allowed it. Understand, God can zap anything into existence anytime he wants, but he most often chooses to work through his people. The victory Jesus provided through his life, death, and resurrection was for the purpose of equipping God's people with Christ's authority and power, which is more than enough to subdue the enemy. But if the devil can deceive God's people about who we are in Christ with all Christ's authority and power, then we will not know how to oppose him. Instead of functioning as the victors we truly are, by being deceived, We respond to the works of darkness as victims. We become the needless casualties of war. Fact number two. At the time this podcast airs, we will be just days away from one of the most evil days of the year known as Halloween. It is my opinion this so-called holiday is another day the church has been deceived about. If we are deceived about the existence and nature of Satan, then we would have no reason to recognize October 31st for the kind of day it actually is. Neither would we have enough reason to believe in the existence and abilities of witches and warlocks and those who are openly engaged in the occult, especially on this evil high holiday. Witches, warlocks, psychics, shamans, voodoo doctors, and more of this ilk are human beings through whom the enemy of God works. Through various means, Satan has influenced such people to do his bidding. Truth number two. Scripture reveals the power of the tongue, meaning our words, have power to produce blessings and curses. This is a truth available to all people, not just Christians. And it seems those who oppose God have garnered a much better understanding of this truth and have effectively been using this power to advance their evil schemes. The Bible is clear about the existence of Satan and witches and sorcerers and more. But then again, Satan has caused many people, even those in the church, that the Bible is just another book filled with myths and fables. Well, of course the enemy of God would want the church, the only power able to oppose him, not to know the truth. He is, after all, the father of all lies and the great deceiver. Since the power of Christ is far greater than the power of the enemy, if genuine Christians would simply decree and declare matters using Christ's authority and power, all evil entities would have to obey. They have no choice in the matter when Christ's authority and power are exercised over them. Fact number three. There are many people working in positions of leadership and power in various places, including education and financial institutions, governments, media, and major corporations who are either possessed or influenced by Satan. They think they are advancing their agenda to gain authority, power, and wealth, when in reality, they are working the enemy's agenda that will end even to their own demise. They are deceived by the deceiver to do his dirty work to bring death and destruction. The promotion of many programs and philosophies we call cancel culture or woke movement, such as CRT, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, white guilt, LGBTQ, gender dysphoria, and abortion, all have devastating results. None of this brings life or life more abundant. In order to advance their agenda, they spew words of insults, curses, and destruction upon anyone who opposes them and their ideals among this group of people there are those who openly admit to being part of the illuminati utilizing occult practices and there are those who openly refer to themselves as witches or warlocks who use powers of the tongue to invoke incantations and curses they knowingly or unknowingly partner with the enemy to bring spiritual spells and spew hexes on those who oppose them or who stand for philosophies and ideals contrary to their own To those of you who think Halloween is harmless or who claim the way you embrace this holiday is playful and not at all evil, I ask you to reconsider your ignorant cooperation with evil. October 31st is the highest sacred day for the whole kingdom of darkness. Please do some research on this day and learn for yourself. I have a link to the History Channel's exploration of this day in the show notes, and I chose the History Channel to provide as much of a neutral source on the topic as possible. I, for one, want to be as far removed from any resemblance of celebrating this day as possible. Truth number three. The Bible sternly warns God's people not to be associated with even the appearance of evil. The images and celebrations of this Halloween day through the years have become more and more gruesome, graphically displaying all things frightening with blood and gore and zombies and vampires and hideously evil-looking creatures. When I was a kid... Halloween was publicly playful, with little visible reference to evil. But as people have become more and more accepting of the advancement of these gruesome displays and images, the enemy comes out more and more. The same is true for the cancel culture movement. The more tolerant and accepting people are, the more these wicked agendas are advanced. What's needed is for God's people to recognize their place in all of this. Repent, take a stand, and use the power of our tongues to stop and reverse all these evils. Doesn't the Bible say the power of life and death is in the tongue? Doesn't the Bible say that Christians have the power to bind on earth what will be bound in heaven, which is the spirit realm? Doesn't it also say we have the power to loose on earth what will be loosed in heaven? Christians have been given all Christ's authority and power, which is clearly stated to be over all the works of the enemy. The power of God is far greater than the power of the enemy. However, power that is not utilized is as nothing. I've been learning a lot more about the ways the enemy of God operates so I can help us all enter into the greater works Christ said we would do in his name. And I'm wholly convinced that the church, by and large, has been woefully deceived and functioning in an ever-deepening comatose state for decades. I hope you see by now, God has allowed all the dreadful realities we've suffered, especially since early 2020, to wake his people, the church, out from our deceptive coma. God has allowed things to be extremely harsh to force us awake to the truth about the existence of Satan and his minions and the power and the authority we have in Christ in partnership with God to overcome evil. We need to quickly and thoroughly understand who we are in Christ, repent, and take our rightful authority and speak words of power to tear down the evil platforms all around us. Jesus declared, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, Will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. We know that Christ's returning to the Father in heaven was the event that allowed the Holy Spirit to come and indwell all genuine born again Christians, providing access for all New Testament Christians to the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. We learn from Scriptures that Jesus taught his disciples how to deal with the enemy of God by speaking forth the Word of God actually decreeing and declaring what God says about the enemy and about his limitations and required submission to Christ's authority. Julie Green had another amazing prophecy and teaching about current events and how we must take our rightful place to speak to the evil minions and call them to nothing. The title of that video was Great Upsets Are About to Take Place Politically. You'll find the link in the show notes. I strongly recommend it because it will encourage you to take your place in partnership with God to see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. Another consideration that can encourage and fortify us is church history. There are many events in time where the church at large lost its way, as we find the church today. During those times, the church consisted of a small, faithful remnant who prayed and believed God for His promises of Second Chronicles 7, 13, and 14, which states, When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, Or command the locust to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. God is faithful and quick to respond to hearts that genuinely call out to him. The only reason God's blessings and answered prayer are ever delayed is because his people are not properly positioned. Unbelief, unforgiveness, doubt, and fear will prevent our prayers from being answered, no matter how sincerely intended. Even though these past few years from early 2020 have been dreadful and we've been forced to see and experience all manner of evil and corruption, we've actually been living in the grace of God, who rather than judging his church without warning, has again been long-suffering and using these evil days to wake up more of his people. But understand, we are not being awakened to merely know the truth about evil. We are being awakened to take control over evil. Scriptures are clear. God's judgment begins with the house of God, and so it is happening now. Those churches and Christian denominations who have attempted to function with a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, who have not welcomed the fullness of the Holy Spirit, which is the case when Christians claim the miraculous gifts of the Spirit ceased with the death of the last apostle who walked with Jesus. These are among the first who are subjected to God's remedial judgment, and it's happening at this very time. We will be hearing of more and more well-known Christian leaders whom God has judged in the days ahead. After God begins judgment upon the church, he will judge those who have continued to reject him. As God has consistently revealed through his prophets, he has given people every opportunity to repent from their wicked ways and be restored unto him. But many have outright refused and have therefore sealed their fate. Please read again all the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapters 1, 2, and 3 to understand the seriousness of our times. As I've often said, we are living in both great and terrible times, great for those who will repent and terrible for those who don't. That as always, God provides a way of escape for those who are willing to repent and be restored into a right relationship with him. Again, according to Second Chronicles 7.14, we desperately need God to hear our prayers and heal our land, which is what God is doing in this very hour. Here in the United States, we have one of the most important opportunities before us, perhaps ever, in our nation's history. And it's not just for the United States alone, but for all the nations and people of the world who desire Christ. We have an opportunity to see God work in our behalf in an epic, biblical manner, which he has revealed through his prophets he would do. We, however, must partner with him and do all we can to have our lives, our freedoms, our rights, our government, and the truth restored in our nations. In addition to taking authority over evil, we must put our faith in action. We must each one show up on November 8th with our ballot in hand and vote in person. This is the only way we can overwhelm any efforts by the evil, controlled deep state to cheat and steal this election, as they have so many times in the past. Consider the many victories recorded in scriptures. People prayed to God, then demonstrated their faith in God by taking action, even in the face of the most dreadful possibilities. I think of Abraham willing to sacrifice his son. I think of Joshua and Caleb willing to fight against the giants in the Promised Land. I think of King David and everything he stood against. There is nothing in Scripture that would make us believe we can just sit back, do nothing, and observe God working in our behalf. No, God is looking for people who will partner with Him, doing what we can in demonstration of our faith, trusting God to do what we can't. I shared last week, mail-in voting and an extended period for voting to take place are the two primary ways cheating can be most easily accomplished. Intercessors for America revealed early voting has already broken records for pre-election day votes. This is a serious concern. We must pray that any cheating is discovered and only honest tallies that represent the will of the people are counted. Intercessors for America also has a pamphlet titled Five Action Steps You Can Take to Protect the Voter. I have a link for both of these in the show notes. I've written out two prayers, which I invite you to get a copy of to use in prayer as often as you feel led. These two prayers are declarations in which I make specific decrees according to the authority and power we have in Christ to actually have the desired results of these prayers the following prerequisites must be firmly in place number 1 you must be a born again christian which means you have the authority and the power of christ as witnessed by the indwelling holy spirit you may not feel anything but if you know you were born again you have the authority and power by the holy spirit number 2 You must first go before the Lord and ask him to reveal anything in your heart that would prevent your prayers from being answered. If you have unbelief, unforgiveness, doubt, fear, and the like, your prayers will be hindered. Ask and trust God to reveal what he wants you to deal with. He wants you to be pure-hearted even more than you do. Number three, you must build up your confidence. Make a point of reading aloud God's promises in the Bible and get them deep into your heart. We combat fear and doubt by increasing our faith, hearing the word of God. Also praise God aloud for any specific answers to prayers he's done in your life. Recounting what he's done for you in the past will fortify what you're believing him for in the present. Number four, you must confidently believe who you are in Christ. You are his ambassador, his co-laborer, his co-ruler as kings and priests in the kingdom of God you are completely transformed into a new creation, fully empowered and commissioned by Christ to overcome evil with good. Number five, you must envision the impact of your words being accomplished as you speak them. And number six, you must speak the prayers aloud because you are speaking so both hosts of heaven and the entities of the dark kingdom hear your declarations and decrees, which they must obey. Understand, the enemy is not omniscient. He is not all-knowing. He gets his clues from reading the Bible, observing God's people, and even listening to podcasts such as this. He knows what I'm seeking to do for you, to empower us all to overpower him. Understand, he will try to bring you fear, doubt, and situations that could be difficult to exercise forgiveness. Anything he can to keep you from being in a right position to see your prayers accomplished. So being forewarned means we are forearmed, so let me first pray this. By the power and authority I have in Jesus, I decree and declare all of this podcast that the enemy and his minions have heard up to the end of this specific prayer is declared to be scrambled and unintelligible to them in terms of their hearing and recollection. I also decree and declare all of my genuine brothers and sisters who hear this podcast and want to get right with God and be effective prayer warriors to instantly recognize any schemes of the enemy, to trip them up, and they will immediately command him to cease and desist, and go to the feet of Jesus where Jesus will deal with them, and for my brothers and sisters to also forbid the demons to return or retaliate against them, or anyone or anything that concerns them. Amen. Okay, now that all I have previously presented is taken off the radar for the enemy, what we will pray next is intended by my declaration not only for the enemy and his minions to hear and understand, But also for the hosts of heaven. If you're ready now, say this prayer with me and take authority over the midterm elections. Christians who don't live or vote in the United States are encouraged to also say this prayer because as things go in our nation, so things will go in yours. And what follows are the two prayers I mentioned I had written before that you can get a copy of. In the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I take up the authority and power I have as a child of the Most High God. Over all the processes concerning the upcoming United States midterm elections, to any and all evil spirits, including those working in and through people, you are hereby put on notice that your plans to cheat and rig the voting systems in any way at any time in the overall election process is hereby canceled. Anything you attempt now that I have commanded you will be exposed and those involved will be held to the highest accountability under the laws of the United States and according to God's perfect judgment. I decree any and all retaliation on the people praying this, and anyone they did know, do know, or will know is strictly forbidden in any way, shape, or form, and all evil retaliation on anything living is also strictly forbidden. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let's use that same authority and power to deal with the evil in our respective cities or towns and states or provinces with this prayer of declaration. As a believer in Jesus Christ, having received him as my Savior and being submitted to him as my Lord, I am a citizen of heaven and an ambassador for Jesus as I live on this earth. As an ambassador, I have all the same authority and power as Jesus over all the works of the enemy. I speak with the same authority and power of Jesus Christ. Therefore, I speak specific declarations and decrees, knowing the power of my words produce both blessings and curses. As a citizen of, this is where you name your city, and in the state of, this is where you name your state or province, according to God's spoken and written word, I command every evil spirit in this jurisdiction who is influencing our elected and appointed leaders and those illegitimately assuming positions of power and authority working in government, business slash finance, education, family, media, arts slash entertainment, and in the church and those who are working in politics big pharma, big tech, the medical world, to be bound from continuing their evil efforts this very minute in the name of Jesus. I declare all the people involved in the evil deeds will be exposed and held accountable for their actions to the highest accountability of the laws of this state and nation. I declare every evil doer will be exposed and reap what they have sown according to the laws of God. I command every single tactic of the enemy in this spiritual war called down to utter defeat. I rebuke the power of the enemy against God's people in the name of Jesus and render all the works of the enemy canceled. Every evil toehold, every stronghold, every evil platform is hereby ordered to be broken down and dismantled, no longer able to impact the people of the one true God who belong to him now or who are yet to belong to God through faith in Jesus. I command the people of this state or province to be completely awakened to the truth and the extent of evil for those who are called of God to repent and separate themselves from evil and seek to be in a right relationship with God the Father through faith in Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. I call forth angels of God's heavenly host to come and rearrange situations and circumstances so that evil doers are removed from their positions of leadership and influence and righteous men and women prevail in these positions vacated by this declaration according to God's specific instructions. I pray for extra ministering angels to come to God's people who have been harmed in any way, to help them seek the Holy Spirit to restore their losses spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, and I command the heavenly hosts to deal with the demonic as Jesus instructs. I decree any and all retaliation on the people praying this or anyone they did know, do know, or will know is strictly forbidden in any way, shape, or form, and all evil retaliation on anything living is also strictly forbidden. In the name of Jesus, amen. If you'd like to get a copy of either or both of these prayers in a PDF format, just use the link in the show notes. You can download, print, share, and definitely pray as often as you can. Now, let's make these specific decrees God has instructed his people to shout often that we're part of a prophetic word through Julie Green. My enemy is defeated. The one world order is coming down. Their power is destroyed. Truth reigns and is tearing them and all their plans apart. We win, they lose. Our countries are free from demonic control. We are free to freely serve God. These are our days for our freedoms, so we take them now in Jesus' name. We demand the thief to give back all he has stolen. We thank you, God, that we have everything back that has been stolen from us. God instructs us to say and pray these truths aloud until they get down into our hearts. And God wants us to celebrate these truths even now. In the same word, God gives us insight to what we will experience after the midterms. Quote, Your enemy will scream war, viruses, inflation, recession, and even a depression. In the coming weeks and months, your enemies will try to make things look even darker and more impossible. Watch what they will try to do even after the midterms. They will not leave quickly. They will not accept defeat. They see red, and red terrifies them. There are too many coming into power after winning. They will know they can't turn them. They can't blackmail them. They can't break them or bribe them. They realize their role is over and it will soon become a reality. As they try to do these things, remember these words, they lose, they will fail, they are finished. Your enemies who you are up against are not up against just you, my children. They are up against me and I never lose. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, end quote. God is so gracious to tell us what will happen in the weeks and months after the midterms with assurance we win, they lose. Keep these words in mind as we go through what seems to be darker times with confidence of God's promises. Let God's words give you the hope and expectation intended. And I strongly encourage you to watch this video from Julie Green. God offers so much more prophecy about how although we will win the midterms, the ousted party will protest. But the proof of election fraud will be overwhelming. God speaks of what he will do in the United States, in the Capitol building, in the House and in the Senate, and the White House. It's a powerful and uplifting word for us to hold on to, especially as God has warned, things will get darker before they get better. The link to the prophetic word through Julie Green is also in the show notes. Again, these are critical times and God is calling forth his people to partner with him to see his kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven for the benefit of many and all for God's glory. You might recall I shared how Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht's efforts to investigate potential election fraud in part with the movie 2000 Mules has helped uncover serious data breaches. It seems their work helped lead to the arrest of Eugene Yu from Conic Corporation, a software system used in the United States elections that is allegedly responsible for sensitive personal data of U.S. citizens being on servers in China. Steve Schultz from Elijah Streams recently interviewed Greg Phillips, where Greg provided some concerning truths along with some optimistic realities for our election processes moving forward. You'll find the link in the show notes. One thing he said, I want you to take to heart. He said, we're at a time in this country where citizens must vote, but even voting is not enough. We must serve in whatever way we can, work for a candidate, go door to door, make sure your neighbor gets out to vote, volunteer at polling places, and or support the many organizations that have sprung up now working for election integrity. Some are listed in my show notes. In short, Greg said to vote, serve, pray. And speaking of praying, Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht have been sued with a defamation case against them, and they are to appear in court on October 27th. Greg shared the claims made against them are startlingly inaccurate, but against which they must defend themselves. And with the threats that have been hurled against their attorneys, two of them have quit, making the processes for their defense difficult. This podcast first airs on october 26, twenty twenty two. So all of you who first hear this especially be in prayer for the truthful outcome in this case. And if this whole topic of cleaning up our election process and understanding the breaches and the espionage and more, if it interests you, consider watching Greg Phillips Patriot Games, where he interviews experts and helps reveal to the public what is known. You'll find the link in the show notes. Next week is the final week before the midterm elections. Tell everyone you know not to use mail-in ballots and instead show up on election day to vote in person. If we do this, we have every chance of overpowering the cheating systems. Also, I have a special guest planned to join us next week. She and her husband produce a podcast that is within the top 2% of all podcasts, which means they are very popular. And that's all I'm going to say right now. You'll just have to listen to hear from my guest and learn more compelling content to help us continue to be informed and grow more confident and effective in our faith. And by the way, my podcast is in the top 10%, but you can help me rank higher and reach more people by telling your friends and family to listen. Telling others about this podcast is a show of support that I greatly appreciate. You can also be supportive by purchasing goods and services from me and my affiliates to help you confidently purchase goods and services you need while supporting the financial needs of this podcast. I've been vetting different potential affiliates. I don't have traditional commercial sponsors because that would mean they have a say in the content I bring you. Instead, I seek affiliates who essentially pay me a commission for each sale I bring them, keeping me in control of the podcast content. This is yet another way I seek to demonstrate integrity for you my listeners. I ask you to use my affiliate page link to listen to the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you still need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase. But to help you, I am researching companies, interviewing the representatives, and providing you with a journal of my own personal experience using their products and services. The link is in the show notes. And when it comes to your health, I want you to know about Infinity, a company dedicated to helping us detoxify our bodies and get to an optimum healthy weight. I've been using their products, and I especially like their detoxifying products, and I really love their Java Boost drink. And I'm also proudly promoting Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack supplements. They contain zinc, quercetin, and vitamin C and D, which are formulated in just the right amount to help you boost your immune system. Use the link in my show notes, or go to his website and use the promo code FTLB, that stands for Faith to Live By, and receive a 5% discount. Or if you choose to subscribe, you can receive a 10% discount. And don't forget about Operation Tomahawk. It's an excellent program that I'm using, and I encourage all of my listeners to use as well. Get your household and health care products from an American-owned and operated company that are not made with genetically modified ingredients or with toxins. You may not know that the vast majority of our consumer goods brands in this country are owned and controlled by a handful of mega corporations. This includes Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, Johnson & Johnson, Nestle, and more. And they all have the same method of operations, to sell us products that cause problems, then sell us other products that are marketed to solve problems. This evil system has got to be stopped. And if just 25% of all Christians stopped purchasing from the woke corporations, we would hit them in their bottom line and create a demand for change. So let's put our feet to our prayers and spend our money in ways that will make a kingdom difference. Use the link in the show notes. And speaking of money, I want you to meet Dr. Kirk Elliott. He is a private advisor helping me and my husband diversify our assets, especially in these days when the stock market and the valuation of the dollar is of concern. As one of my affiliates, Kirk offers free consultations to learn about your personal considerations to decide what might be a good strategy for you and your financial goals. Call Kirk at one 720 605 or contact him and his team online using the link in my show notes. When you do, be sure to tell him you learned of him from me, Pam Christian, with my podcast called Faith to Live By. That way, should you choose to work with Kirk, I'll get a credit for referring you. And don't forget about my own award-winning books available from my website. The series is also called Faith to Live By. Each of these books would make an excellent Christmas gift. What better gift can you give than the gift of truth? And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H. Use it at checkout and get a 20% discount. When you purchase my books or products and services from my affiliates, you get something you want. And at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for your friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week. I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.